Welcome to the show that nobody watches. It's your boy, Crump Diddy. On today's episode, we're talking about is the Barbie Girl song from Aqua. Can it be probably the greatest song ever made? Also, we're going to talk about controversy over the new Magneto and Professor Xavier casting rumors that are going on. And we might as well jump into that right away because that, I was reading about it today. And let me tell you guys, I, I, I want to talk about this thing that's been going on with The Little Mermaid. I mean... You know, it started with that. We've been seeing this kind of in Spider-Man, um, Homecoming, and, you know, Far From Home, and things of that nature. We've been seeing a lot of people outraged over this. And I'm not going to lie. I understand both sides of the argument. But I've been seeing a lot more videos, you know, on social media, especially from from um, people that are of color that are complaining about it. And at first, I, did, I thought they were upset because of the fact that it's a white character. And then I started listening to their arguments, and then I started to understand, okay, I see what they're talking about now. See, people support this idea, especially people on the left, of diversity. They want characters that have, for decades since its creation, been predominantly white. They want it to be, they think it's fair for it to be played by either a female character, assuming if the character has always been a male, and of course, somebody if you know, of a minority, you know, whether it be uh, Asian, African-American, you name it, whatever. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I was kind of swinging on both sides of the argument because at first I didn't really care. I'm like, look, I don't really care who plays what character. Uh, as long as we can stop getting shitty movies and really bad scripts, I'm cool with it. I, I don't care. But then I started understanding the argument that, you know, I've been, especially on YouTube, a lot of African-American YouTubers um, really upset that they're casting minorities to play roles. And one of the rumors that's going on right now is that they're th they're considering casting uh, an African-American, um, two of them, to play Professor Xavier uh, and, of course, Magneto. Uh, now... I understand what they're saying. They're saying that, you know, listen, why do we need to play these characters? Their backstory, you know, makes them Caucasian, Jewish during World War II. Uh, that it just wouldn't make sense. It just would be inaccurate. And also, I understand the other side of the argument that they're saying, you know, the African-American communities, you know, the YouTubers that are upset about it, saying that why instead of just casting us, to play existing characters, why can't you create more original characters that have African-American culture or, or Hispanic culture, you know, or Asian culture or whatnot? If you're so concerned about diversity, why can't we just get our own original characters? Why can't we also have our, you know, our spotlight, you know, with, and, and with some culture influence written deeply within the character's story? And that makes perfect sense. I, I, I mean, when you when they put it that way, I, I think it's a fair argument. And it's true. We've been making movies, cartoons, and comics based off the same group of characters for too long. Why not go ahead and make original characters? And it makes perfect sense. I think that that's something that could happen. It's kind of happened with Blade. Remember Blade? That was a perfect... I mean, Blade itself was a character that if i'm not mistaken was black or at least he looked black in the cartoons or in the comics uh i don't know i'm probably gonna get a lot of shit from that but I, regardless of the case in the movie he was played by wesley snipes 
And uh, I think he did it. I mean, come on. He did a great job. I mean, Blade was awesome. I get it. The third part was pretty bad. But overall, Wesley Snipes himself did a good Blade. And um, you also had to do that play the Black Panther. I forgot his name. I know. I'm just not. I'm not really too uh, detailed with the new Marvel movies. I don't know the characters, the actors by their names. But that movie was great. I mean, it, it made a lot of money. Had good reviews. I mean, it really had a lot of in, uh, influence and culture in it. And I think what happened was what people are trying to say is that listen, the few times you've done this, it's worked out great. So why not continue to? pick up on that momentum and make brand new characters. And I think it's an excellent argument. I don't think they should recast those characters and change their race. I think it would be, for especially for those two characters, that their backstory is heavily based on what happened, their, their origin, you know, World War II, the concentration camps, things of that nature. I think it would be kind of historically inaccurate and almost disrespectful to some people because, you know, people nowadays get offended for everything. If you go ahead and change their backstory completely where you throw in something that would have not been possible or at least very unlikely. Um, and I'm pretty sure there was uh, minorities in concentration camps, but these two particular characters were not minorities, at least the way that the original story w was portrayed. So that's my thing. I don't un I don't understand why they would even consider that. Hopefully it's just a, a really bad rumor. It's just picking up steam because a lot of people who pick up their information from their sources that usually tend to be correct are posting these rumors. So that's why people are freaking out because it's their reliable sources that are spreading this information. So hopefully it's just a rumor because that's going to create a big shitstorm once it's officially announced especially with some sort of like teaser trailer people are going to lose their fucking minds and you would think that it's it would be you know the white community white people that would probably be losing their mind from what i'm from what i'm hearing from what i'm watching on youtube all the different videos i keep clicking on it's not really i haven't really seen a white youtuber <laughs> go crazy on it i guess they're just staying at sitting i think they're gonna sit this one out i guess they know that if they say something it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna have everyone say whoa, whoa, whoa what'd you say so I understand why it's a lot of African-American YouTubers that are bitching about this. And you know what? They, I understand their point. But segue into something a little bit more positive. You know, I was listening to some some songs from the 90s the other day when I was working. And I'm, I mean, I'm no stranger to making bad music. I make shitty songs all the time as a hobby. I mean, I'm not trying to be famous. I just love making music. The worse they are, the better. The more fun they are for me. Um, but... I was listening to a song I haven't heard in a long time. And it was from the from the music group called Aqua. Everyone heard this song, especially if you grew up in the 90s. It was a song, Barbie Girl. You know, the, I'm a Barbie girl, you know, whatever. That song, I was listening to it. I was like, man, this song has to be one of the greatest songs ever made. <laughs> and I'm thinking, it's like, if you really listen to that song, the history behind the song is fucking nuts. These people got sued crazy by Mattel. Mattel took this shit to the Supreme Court, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Look this shit up. There was an actual lawsuit that came from Mattel. Mattel's the, the toy company that actually created Barbie. When these people from the Aqua, I think they're Swedish. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But they're from overseas. They made the song called Barbie Girl. And obviously, it's a, it's a parody of of Barbie and how her lifestyle is with Ken. And they emphasize the thing of plastic being, of course, the material the dolls made of. The lyrics are pretty funny, and it's pretty cool. They're provocative, 
the beat, the tempo, everything about the song checks out. And it's a really, it's a good song that, man, I don't care how cheesy the lyrics are. This song, I mean, it makes you happy. It's a good fucking song. And I could see why when I was a kid, when that song came out, I was about 10 years old when that song came out. And so I remember clear as day how fucking crazy that song took the fucking radio by storm. Everybody had that song on repeat. And when that song came on the radio, nobody touched the dial. And I remember it. Everyone was going crazy singing it out. It was, it, was a, it was viral before viral was a thing. The one song before that that was kicking ass uh, was, I think it was like a year prior to that. It was uh, the, the Macarena song, you know. Hey, Macarena, hey, whatever the fuck. That song, and I think the American version, the one that was like remixed or whatever, I forgot the name of the group who did it. Because if you listen to the original Macarena song, it's kind of boring. When they, Once they redid it and put some American flavor on it, I guess because they figured it needed some more energy, um, it, that was another song that was that went crazy. So Barbie Girl was like the next song after that. It was like the, the sequel to the fucking crazy one-hit wonders that was coming out from overseas <clears throat> and man just the lyrics the tempo uh, the fact that these people got sued by mattel and they said we don't give a fuck we're not settling um they took that shit to the supreme court and i find it amazing that they won they actually the the the, the court the district court or the whatever the the supreme it sided with aqua and it said that the mattel's claims that they were basically uh, making their brand look bad. Um, they were doing false advertising. They were using their brand as a means to advertise the song because everybody knows who bar- what a Barbie doll is. So Mattel's claim was that, hey, you're not only making our brand, our product um, look bad, uh, but you're also taking advantage of our trademark to increase cop- you know, sales and of your album and to pr- promote your song's popularity. And... They, the, the district judge sided with, with Aqua. And it's true. It's a fucking parody. If you listen to the lyrics, it's kind of provocative. It's almost like a, it literally is a parody of what a Barbie, Barbie doll's meant to be. Some classic, some classy rich girl who's all proper and who has princess collections, you know, rich Malibu, rich girl uh, style. It's like everything but nasty and provocative, right? And so... You know, of course, they won it. And then what happened was um, Mattel eventually later on, I forgot how many years later, and I think I remember when they were doing this commercial. At least I saw this commercial online, so who knows how old it was by the time I saw it online. But they actually did a commercial of Barbie doll using that song. Using that song. So imagine that you end up suing the people that used a reference to your most popular best-selling doll ever. And you try to sue them because they like, oh, they're making Barbie look like a slut and a, and a whore and she's sucking plastic dick. And uh, we don't want that shit anymore. It's not a good image for our kids. And you you get embarrassed. I remember I, I remember the lo- the whole lawsuit debacle very blurry because I was very young. I think at the time I was in seventh grade when the lawsuit finally got thrown out of court. And I remember they were making a big deal about it. Um, so, but I look back on the details now, I mean, obviously the internet with information and yeah, you imagine that you sue these people and you drag this lawsuit on for a couple of years, you end up losing, getting embarrassed. And then you have to go ahead and turn the cheek and then you have to go ask these people if they can use, 
if you can use their song and obviously pay them a licensing fee to promote your fucking Barbie doll shit. That's it's insane. I mean, I think not. That's what I'm saying. I think it's the greatest song ever made because not only did the lyrics check out, it's got a good, you know, happy go lucky beat with some provocative lyrics that are pretty funny, but you also have the irony that's built into the whole story behind the controversy. It's crazy. I mean, everybody loved the song. It was everywhere. They played it everywhere. They didn't stop. It was almost to the point where it was getting annoying. You know, that's the same thing with the the Macarena song. It was annoying. You know, the same thing, I think a year later after that, um, I think it was like in 1998 or 99, you know, that the whole song, I'm blue, da ba dee da ba die, whatever the fucking, you know, that song from Eiffel 65. Same shit, took the fucking world by storm, only it wasn't associated with a toy. This song, Barbie Doll from Aqua, I mean, that song, it's catchy, everything about it checked out, and then just... They got sued by a fucking mega giant. And the the mega giants lost. And they end up submitting, asking them to use their song to promote what they thought was already copying and stealing and infringing on their copyright. It's fucking hilarious. It's awesome. And so every time I listen to that song now on Apple Music, I fucking played the shit out of it the other day. Uh, Man, I just, I'm fucking jamming to it. It's a fucking great song. But also, you know, it was during a decade where everybody was happy and making money. So it was easier to create hits, you know. Uh, If you haven't heard that song, go listen to it. Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, Amazon, it doesn't matter. Or YouTube, fuck it. But, you know, you know what? Give give these guys some, throw some couple dollars away and listen to it on other platforms. Um, but listen to that song if you, especially if you haven't heard it in years. Song is already twenty what twenty two years old already. So you know it's been it's been two decades plus. So for you younger guys out there, for younger kids out there, it, the the name of the group is Aqua, like Aqua Team Hunger Force, like Aqua, and then the song is called Barbie Girl. Pretty self explanatory. Listen to that song. Stream it on any platform. And, and you know what? Even look up the controversy on Wikipedia. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. My memory wasn't that bad because I was reading. I was like, I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew these guys got sued. I just didn't know how bad the lawsuit was and how fucking stupid Mattel looked, you know. Uh, but you know what? Both of them paid a lot of money on legal fees. So you know what? I guess it did some damage. But, I mean, it don't matter. With the amount of copies that fucking song alone made them sell in, in that album, that song alone pushed the album sales through the roof. I think it was already double platinum um, within the first year, if I'm not mistaken. It became certified diamond. Don't quote me on the diamond part, but I believe it got certified diamond eventually. Um, <clears throat> but either way, it was a success. Nonetheless, listen to that song and tell me if you're not in a good mood when you listen to that song. It's fucking great. It's a classic song. Um, anyways, guys, let me know what you think about that song, if you heard it or not, if you remember it. Uh, if you remember the Macarena, or if you remember Eiffel 65's Blue Song, I mean, these are all classic examples of songs that, despite them probably being one-hit wonders in North America, these people at the time, and, and I think even to this day, uh, at least for Aqua and Eiffel 65, they're still, you know, touring. They're still playing. Uh, they're still successful, and you know, overseas. That you know, they just don't come over here because they're making more money over there. You know, and it's amazing what one song could do to a career of a band. Awesome. Go check it out. Let me know what you think. It's your boy, Crump Diddy. Peace.